Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And on the line, we also have Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV. There, Wes? I am, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, Eric. Dennis, how you guys doing? Doing fine. How is it down there in Florida? You know, it's not too bad, I have to say. Uh, most days, it's either raining or it's really hot. We have a pretty mild day today for us, so uh, I'm enjoying it. How are you guys doing up there? Uh, you know, snow. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, sort of is sort of the snow. word. So we, right. As long as I don't have to drive in it, I'm okay with the snow. There you go. So we bring on Wes. He's uh, one of the edutainers over at uh, IT Pro TV. He comes on and talks uh, every now and again about what's going on there as far as, you know, some of the training things that are going on there. And, of course, we talk, you know, tech topics. And uh, we wanted to chat with uh, Wes about uh, artificial intelligence. That's kind of been happening a little bit in the news here, Wes, like chat GPT. Do you have any comments and I don't know, because I know you guys are probably uh, familiar with how, and uh, that kind of scares me a little bit. You know, I can't say, I'm sorry, Wes, I'm not going to, I can't do that. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, lately it's interesting, though, AI seems to stand for all in. Mm. Uh, and I, <laughs> I say that because uh, if you look at uh, Microsoft with ChatGPT, uh, you, you look at uh, Google's trying to release something, although it was kind of a debacle because they were just trying, trying to do it press release on something that wasn't really fully baked. Mm -hmm. But th these are just some examples, uh, you know, of things that are based off of what we were saying even just a couple of years ago when it was just AI, but it's branched out in so many different uh, realms today. Just you, know, you got deep learning, which is pretty much what things like chat GPR, uh, chat GPT, excuse me, mm -hmm. are. And for those of you, and I know you guys have a lot of good technical users out there, GPT, it's not the same thing for those of you that have UEFI disks. Uh, it's not good partition table. It just means generative uh, pre-trained transformer. It's a technical jargon for, hey, uh, it, can, uh, it can give you text back. You can ask a question, and it can use deep learning and stuff and generate some kind of text that really just kind of mimics the human. And I think that's the scary part. Well, <laughs> right. And, and it's getting its information from wherever yeah. the input has happened, right? So there's even discussions about based uh, AI, where because some, some of the feedback you're getting is 
quote unquote biased feedback uh, as far as what the you, you put the question in, you don't necessarily get an answer back that's that's unbiased. It's interesting. Um, it definitely is. Absolutely. And uh, you can see, I mean, because if you think about it, it's all got to be programmed from somewhere. There's right. massive amounts of data being ingested somewhere. Somebody is sitting down and writing these at the end of the day. It, as much as they like to say, hey, they, they are intelligent, which they, they are. We, we prove, we've seen that, but they still have to be programmed. So that there's certain that, that certain aspect of human uh, element that can get in. And I'm kind of cautious of that because, like you've pointed out, uh, where does agenda get in? Right. Uh, you, you know, and we could go on a diatribe about that. But the, the point being, like you said, where is that influence coming from? And uh, is it going to give you some kind of bias or constrained result? Or, or completely wrong. Um, right. yeah. now, the other yeah. thing, too, is like my, my son is actually in a master's course for um, data analytics. And the, one of the professors in the courses said, hey, if, you're, if anybody was working on any projects is trying to use ChatGPT, I have a way to run your output back through it to see if it was generated from that. Um, of course, somebody in his group said, oh, crap, I did that. Um, <laughs> now, the, the question is, does the, uh, does the, is there a technology out there that allows for that? I mean, it does seem plausible, but of course, the professor also could have been blown smoke, which is their job. Um, have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of running the output back through the GPT to see if it actually was generated by GPT? You know, I haven't heard of that, but don't give me homework now. Sorry. <laughs> I was just curious if you might have known that to be real or not. No, no, I really didn't. You taught me something. That, that, I'm going to have to look into that. That's interesting. Uh, it could just be the professor doing his thing. Now, we also want to talk about LastPass. You said LastPass was getting worse, the story about LastPass in, in our discussions before we had you come on. What's happening there? It is. so, And this, is hap this happened a, a, a couple weeks back. Um, apparently, they dropped a malware on an employee that was working from home uh, and on their personal laptop and sold vaults that had – or a key to a vault that had access to privileged accounts inside of the company. So right. it's just uh, – again, and I – you guys – preach this all the time. It's when you put your eggs in somebody else's basket and the basket breaks, you know, what do you do? Right. And you shouldn't be connecting to that basket with your own computer. You should be from the baskets company. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Take, take all that out, you know? So um, it's just, I, I've moved over to another open source. And again, it, it, I don't know if it's a matter of if or a win, not if, but I'm using Bitwarden right now. It seems yeah. to be pretty good, but I, uh, I encourage everybody to uh, go in. First of all, change your master password like we talked about last time, just real briefly. Yeah. Once you do that, go in. You can export your uh, you can export your entire file set out of LastPass. You can uh, point, create a free account in Bitwarden, and you can import the whole thing. And literally within a, five seconds, it'll import your entire list. And what I would tell people is to go through. It really is a pain. I understand that. And change every one of the individual passwords and then whatever they got, it's not yours. It isn't yours. Right. Good point. That's a great way to do it. Now, Dennis was curious about your new data science uh, offering that you guys are doing. What's that all about down there at uh, uh, IT Pro TV? Okay. So this is actually coming out of CompTIA. This is a new thing that CompTIA is doing. And uh, we, we're not sure if we're going to focus in it yet, but I would encourage people, uh, you know, like you said, with the, the master's program there, yeah. uh, they have something that's called Data Plus. And it's it, it's still in beta. And I'm not sure if the exam, you could still take the exam. They did a big beta run on it. And it's about things like, uh, uh, or it, 
it validates competencies and things like mining data, data manipulation, uh, things like analyzing, doing statistical analysis of data. They're at knowing things like databases, where data is being uh, stored at, where it's being transferred uh, to and from, things like ETL, where it's extract, transfer, load, all of these various technical jargon, but just a lot of focus on it right now. And that's a really, really big thing. But also, too, is um, that you can, if you, uh, I know everybody likes security, and that's certainly a really good thing, is that all of this data still needs to be secure, too. So if you add something like security onto that, uh, it, it just makes somebody very, very uh, valuable in the marketplace. So I would just encourage people to, uh, you know, check it out and see if it's something that you like. Uh, if you're one that likes finding a needle in a haystack type, you know, just really hyper-focused, really focused on something, it would be great for you. Uh, and if you like finding a needle in a haystack of needles, then even better, just because it's really focused on what you can do with data. And we have uh, exabytes of data now. Uh, I mean, just companies, a single company can have that much. Uh, but right. how do you make sense of it? How do you make sense of it? And that's going to, I have a feeling that's going to be a very, very good future for people. And this is a good way that you can start to study it and you can do it. You can get into it. And, it, you know, if you can't afford to maybe go to a traditional college, it's a good way to uh, get your foot in the door. And that's a good point. I mean, if you think about it, too, for data and the data analytics of this concept is also predicting. Um, so not only knowing where the data is, how to get the data out of it, but how to predict Make make predictions about what that data means now and what it will mean in the future. Um, that's another Absolutely. important aspect. Yeah, definitely. Trend analysis, statistical analysis. I mean, that's how we predict, right? You know what's going to go on. You know, you have a fleet of ten thousand units out there that are being deployed. Can you save two percent in whatever your electrical costs, gas costs, whatever it might be? Uh, well, pulling all of that data in, that sensor data, you have massive sensor nets and IoT, pulling this information and being able to normalize it, turn it into something visually, and then making it sense. It's, 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 um, it, it's data, but it's not information. And if you, can, if you can make those connections and bring that data back to somebody in something that they can use it as some kind of strategic value, I mean, you're very valuable to these large companies. Now, there was something I saw at a conference just recently I was just got back from. Uh, it's back to the artificial intelligence. It's a company called PIA. It's an Australian company. And they say that they can actually replace big chunks of help desk because they can just have the artificial intelligence solve the issues by just having a non-technical person hit click next, 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 next through the, the, the AI that's built into most tickets that occur, like password resets or issues with printers or issues with networking. Have you ever heard of that, Wes? Um, I haven't heard of that part, but uh, how does the AI put its hands on the machine that's in the server closet? Yeah, well, exactly. You need to put, a, you need to yeah. put an agent on every system for that to work. Yeah, I've heard that for a lot, and I've actually been confronted by that a lot in my past, in the past you know, decade or better that I've been doing technical training by a lot of people because I teach I teach things like A plus, which is break fix technician, network plus, which is right. how you can break fix a network, which I can do both really, really well, by the way. Um, <laughs> and uh, I would hear all these people say, well, those certifications are not going to, they're not really valuable. What you want to do is you want to get into all this cloud stuff. And yes, I absolutely, you know, that we might sometimes have a disagreement in certain portions of the cloud, but yeah. How can you? You still need somebody in those server closets. You right. still need somebody laying the cable. You need, still need somebody that uh, breaks out a field fusion slicer to splice two 
uh, cables together that had a you know core diameter of only nine microns. Right? right. I don't know. I don't know that AI can do that. So it, when they can do that, I'll say that company's probably one hundred percent correct. Until then. We'll see. Uh, I get, no, and I get you. And and uh, you know the uh, the issue is there's such a shortage of geeks, and we're always talking about how we want more geeks, and we want them trained up through your products and other other companies that are offering this. And it's an interesting uh, way to approach it if they can knock off some of the more basic, mundane um, processes. Like we get folks coming from big uh, insurance companies that want to break into our, our our company and start working for us, but all they've been doing is cell phone password resets for four years. <laughs> Um, you know, they've got, they've been so pigeonholed in one thing. Um, yeah. and to get like an AI to do that type of stuff and get them off to something more valuable is, is a good idea. Uh, what else is going down there, Wes? Anything else you want to talk about? No, I just, I, I love being on here guys. And I hope you will, uh, have me uh, back here, uh, you know, uh, coming up soon. Uh, I'm rearranging the studios here. So it's kind of, kind of coming together. Love to be back on and uh, just everybody up there in Connecticut and just the whole New England area. You guys have a great weekend. We appreciate it, Wes. And if anybody wants some training, go to our website, computertalkwithtab.com. If you click on the link, you'll get 30% off uh, checking out uh, IT Pro TV. It's very valuable. They do a great job explaining things as you hear Wes talking about it. He's one of the edutainers on there. They got a lot of great folks who make things fairly simple to understand uh, at whatever level you're starting. You know, whether it be A plus, network plus, like he re- he talked about to get into the business, um, all the way up to some really complicated security uh, certifications that I'm still tr- struggling with myself. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> That's right, guys. A little more coffee. I'll I'll uh, <laughs> So we'll see you. We'll, we have a great weekend. Thank you so much. You too, Wes. Talk to you soon. Take care. All right, bye-bye. Wes Bryan, IT Pro TV. He's the guy you want to definitely check out if you want to get some training, and we appreciate him being here. We're going to step out for a quick, a quick break, get back to more of your calls. Larry, hang on. Three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. I'm just going to assume we're back. <laughs> this is Computer Talk with Tab. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online and uh, do our best to help you out. Let's go right to your calls. We've got um, Larry in Middlefield next. Hey, Larry. Good morning, all. Larry in Middlefield here, obviously. <laughs> well, you get, you've got your own sign on it. It's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here with Windows 10 on one of my PCs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the down, the uh, updates for Windows 11 are ready to install. Yep. And the thing is, I'm running Ham Radio Software Expert SDR2, Sun SDR2 DX. Uh, for those listening, you might know what I'm talking about. And I don't want to, if I restart, I don't want to do the update. Um, the concern is Windows 11, this Microsoft thing, if you will, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to, um, once before when this happened, I caught it in time and declined. Yep. 
But now, now they're there, and they're ready to install when I restart the computer. Uh-oh. And, yeah. Is there a way for him to stop that, Dennis? Um, has it already, has it said that the update is installed and it's ready to reboot? Uh, I have my software running right now, but I, I didn't, I didn't think so. I don't think I'm at that point. Uh, let me look here if I can find it. Well, probably won't be able to find it because you know what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it was at that point. I think it was the software was there, ready to install. All right. What you're going to do is you're going to make some changes to the registry that will block it. And after you've made these changes, we're going to post an article about how to do it. Um, you're going you're gonna to change the registry and reboot the computer. And after that, once it comes back up and you look in Windows updates, you should not see the Windows 11 update waiting. All right. You're going to post it then. And we will. Yeah. Later today, I'll, I'll mess with it because right now I'm in the middle of uh, ham radio. Yeah. But um, yeah, my concern is with all this all the time with software that I own for video editing and mm -hmm. sound, all that. My concern is with these updates like that. And uh, I actually have an old Windows machine, Windows 7, mm -hmm. or Windows 10 blocker on it. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then I got the blocker from a friend of mine years ago, and... It's in the other room. I just use it for basic um, music and all that, editing, mm -hmm. and some software for video. But it's getting tired. So, actually, I got a newer machine last week. Yep. Sell the money cannon and bought a um, <laughs> the money Windows. Cannon. Yep. Well, I bought a, a new machine, a CyberPower. All right. Fully loaded with a GeForce. 3060 uh, video card in it and all that. Nice. And yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's sitting there. Um, but anyways, all right. Long time, long time listener on the show. I like the WTIC programming also. Well, awesome. It's good to hear from you, Larry. And, and we're glad you're out there on the ham radio because you're going to be all that's left during the apocalypse. So we do appreciate uh, you being out there for us. And we're going to step out for a quick break. We'll put that link up there for Larry and get to your calls, Dorothy and Neil. Hang on. We'll get we'll right back to you. And another line's open for you guys. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What? Green police. Ah. You picked the wrong day to mess with the ecosystem, plastic boy. Oh. Alright, so. <laughs> this is an old Volkswagen commercial. And I just, it tickles me every time I hear it. And it's a, you know, it's about trying to be green, of course. So you got the green police. And Carolyn had asked us to question off air about, you know, her, her phone doesn't seem to be charging quite right. And she's wondering about the issues with, you know, is there an issue with her battery and how many years should it take? Well, it turns out this is a feature. The folks over at Apple have a feature called. Clean energy charging, which is enabled by default. And what what clean energy charging does is it goes and looks at the carbon footprint forecast for your power grid, wherever you are located. And based on that, it slows down your charging or it makes, modifies your charging to try to be done during off-peak times. But if you need to charge your phone on an on-peak time, well, sorry, no power for you. Um, that's just uh, the green police here at Apple. So if you want to fix this, you can turn off the clean energy charging feature um, that is actually causing you the inability to charge your phone because some ding-dong thought that was a good idea. Um, so it's funny she asked the question today. I'm like, I got a feeling, and it's based on it's on by default if you're running 16.1 of the iOS. So if you're wondering why your, your phone is not charging well, and of course, what might you also think when you're finding your phone not charging well, Dennis? What what might cross your mind as far as what you might do to solve that problem? Well, you might replace the battery, replace your charger. Replace the phone? Replace the phone. Right. So people are saying, hey, this seems like they're trying to get me to replace the phone. And we already know how they did the whole throttling of the performance of the phone to help you out. Um, so – Carolyn now knows if she turns off the clean energy charging feature on her phone, she'll be able to power that sucker all day long. Let's go back to your calls. We're going to go to Chuck in Cheshire next. What's happening, Chuck? Hi. Hi. Uh, you got to quickly. Um, I bought a um, replacement battery for a laptop. All right. And I was just looking at the instructions, and it said it had the phrase microprocessor software in battery. Yeah. So naturally, since it isn't an OEM battery, and it's obviously cheap, China-made, I was concerned that it could be um, that there's some kind of software, spyware software, malware software, some kind of software that could be in it. Hmm. Am I crazy, or is that possible? You're not crazy to think that way. 
Um, but it's probably not the case. There's probably just software okay. in there to help regulate the charging and the management of the battery. Well, the okay. the the hardware, the firmware in the battery um, wouldn't be able to communicate with anything other than the motherboard. So, and, it, and that it, means- no matter what, if they put any malware in there or anything, it isn't going to go any further than talking to the, the power controller on the motherboard. Okay. I mean, that's as okay. far as it'll ever go. Right. And of course, okay. if you want to start talking crazy, right? I mean, then what could it do? Could it overload the circuits, Dennis, and burn down his house? I don't well, know. Well, it, I mean, it could knows? definitely <laughs> mess with the, the power control inside the computer, but right. it's, again, it's not going to get any further than no. that. The bigger concern, oh. actually, believe it or not, is for those cheap Chinese batteries is is... The quality, right? Are you going to yeah, have a, the, a quality issue? It's going to warp or bend and overheat. And the have physical issues. quality of the battery itself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I yeah, because when I keep the old battery, the old battery is completely drained. It's an old laptop. Yeah. And when I keep it plugged in, it generally works. That's a whole other issue because sometimes it just shuts down out of nowhere because I right. think one of the screws is loose underneath. Yep. Um. So I got to find screws. But, uh, you know, in case occasionally I need portability, yeah, I want to be able to just use it. I'm not going to be using this, uh, you know, every day because generally I could use it while it's plugged in. Yeah, check the reviews on where you bought it to see if they've had any issues with the quality. And if they haven't, you're sure you're probably fine. But it is good to well, think yeah. the way you did because, like, Supermicro was found to have a little extra processor on the board that they didn't ask for and when it was built mm-hmm. in China. Um mm-hmm. And so it, it is not unheard of of having these, you know, com- countries intervene. Matter, matter of fact, NSA was doing that to uh, Cisco routers that were being shipped out. Yeah, they were actually they in- would intercept they would them. intercept them in transit, secretly put a little chip or some other kind of hardware into the into the router, and then let it go on its merry way. Yeah. So you're not you're not crazy, Chuck. Okay. You, have, you haven't watched no, too many movies. No. Well, you know, I just there's it's just so overwhelming the things that can be done now. Yeah. That you never know where things can be snuck in. Right. But uh, I just want to follow up on that really quickly mm. um because you were mentioning read reviews. I actually the one of the reasons that caused concern was that I kept getting these emails from the large mail order company that I got it through mm-hmm. that uh you know, reminding me that Asking me my opinion of it, and mm-hmm. then reminding me that I only have thirty days to return it, and I don't usually get that with anything that I hmm. buy from this yeah. giant yes. of retail. Right, I usually do. After it, a after, I'll get I'll get reminders to do a review of something. Yeah, once in a while. That's not unusual. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I just don't shop as much uh, <laughs> on it. So. You're a lucky man. <laughs> Uh, can I just ask you one more quick thing, or do you have other calls? We have other calls. Some folks have been out okay. for twenty minutes, so I want to get to. All that. right, I'll I'll uh, I'll call back. Thanks, Chuck. Then you Thanks. got it. All right, yep, bye-bye. bye bye. All right, let's help out Dorothy if we can. She's been on a while. What's going on, Dorothy? Hi, I have some um, security questions you've been talking about. Um, in the past, I've heard you mentioned that Webroot wasn't so wonderful, and for people with PCs to use Defender. What about a Mac? Well, I mean, Mac has a free ESET. You can use a free ESET AV, and that's fine. Yeah, uh, ESET, and I think we've also recommended Sophos. What um, is it? Sophos. It's spelled S-O-P-H-O-S. That is a British security company. S-O-P-H-A-F? 
OS. OS, okay. Sophos, Sophos. I okay. say Sophos. Potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> what about for an iPad? Um, same uh, idea. E-set. Yeah. E-set, E-set and, I think, is the one. And also for an Android, an Android phone? Same, same deal. Mm-hmm. For, the, for the mobile devices, it would be E-set. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, can you post that for me, please? We absolutely we can. can. Okay. Another question my husband had, a strange incident. He thinks it's strange. He uses a computer uh, just for his secure stuff, mm-hmm. and he was using it on battery. It wasn't plugged in, and the battery went off. Yeah. It shut off. And when it came back on, Microsoft had a, a message saying, you might want to consider changing your computer. And he got nervous on that. <laughs> Why would that even come up? I have not seen that message before. I haven't seen that either. Um, I, I, I I don't know if that's true or not that, he did, that it would say that, but I believe you. Um, we'll have to look up to see if there's any kind of message like that. Your your system crashed. I've never heard of Microsoft being so helpful to say, oh, by the way, you should buy a new computer for me because I need to live in a more healthy machine. How old is that computer, Dorothy? Three years. Three years. That's still a young machine. Yeah. You should not use it for anything else. You didn't go on anything. No email, nothing like that. That's smart. Yeah, especially for what he's using it for. So yeah. I, I would have to look up that message. I've never seen a message like that in my career that says you should replace your computer. You might want to consider buying a new computer. Wow. Help, help the NASDAQ buy a new computer. That's, that's my line. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard it. It does seem odd to me. Um, yeah. Den- I think Dennis is trying to find it, uh, find it, but we haven't found it yet. Okay. But I would not listen to Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, it's interesting. You were just talking about that um, clean energy thing. Well, they, mm. they do that also on an iPad? You should look. Uh, they could, but the, the story that I saw... It was all about iPhones, and if you're running uh, 16.1, it's on by default and will mess with your charging because of the carbon footprint forecast <laughs> of when you choose to charge. So, yes, imagine if that was a car and they did that to you. Sorry, you need to get somewhere? Uh, we can't charge you right now. It's, the carbon footprint forecast is too high. Yeah. Wow. We're in trouble. We are. We're all going to be walking. We're going to have holes in our shoes. Oh, my goodness. All right, Dorothy. Okay, well, thank you for your help. I'll just look up ESET then. You're going to put Yeah, that we'll put on. some links for you. Yep. Okay, thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, yep, clean energy. <laughs> clean <laughs> energy <laughs> feature. It's it's a thing, guys. That's why your phones aren't charging fast enough if they're Apple. Um, Google, nah, they don't care. <laughs> Let's go to Neil in Newington. What's happening, Neil? Hi, guys. Hey. I'm uh, remodeling my 40-year-old ho- my 40-year-old house. Nice. And I've removed I've removed all the sheetrock and I'm doing insulation. Wow. But now what a time to wire a house. So I'm mm-hmm. calling the experts. Yeah. What do I do? Do I uh, wire to a TV? You know, I mm-hmm. uh, my TV or um, to a doorbell, security cameras. What yeah. if you're talking to somebody who's building a new home? What would you do for wiring? We'd tell them to run Cat6 wiring, Cat6 data wiring, and we'd tell you to run it to where you might put cameras, IP cameras, where you might put um, TVs or computers. Um, you know, have at least a drop in every every room would be nice. A drop is a data wire, sorry. Um, female connection on the wall there, uh, going back to what's called a patch panel. And the patch panel should be numbered. So, like, if bedroom... 
Bedroom two would have a the, the little female wall outlet would have a two on it, and that would correspond back to a patch panel down in your on your basement or wherever that would have a two. And now we know that bedroom two is that connection. You put a switch down there, and now they're all energized, and you are one happy camper. Okay, and that's better than Julie's wireless all throughout the house, which is what I've been living with vastly. now for the last 10 years. It's vastly better to have wired. If you're doing this, everything's torn, torn apart, but you can do wireless too. There's great wireless access points. If you want to add wireless, which you should, consider having the access point mounted even in the ceiling um, if you wanted to get that crazy um, next to the smoke detector. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> somewhere central of your, of your building. So you can do both, okay. Neil. There's no reason you can't. You get the walls open. Yeah. Uh, so uh, clarify for me a little bit uh, the central access wireless port. So we're talking about the, the the router or the firewall. I should put that in a central location of the house, and you suggest the ceiling because that's easier to reach both. Yeah. No. Not not. So the router is going to sit like a like your most prominent appliance in your home, right? Somewhere in your living okay. room, and it can have a wire. You can have a wireless antenna sitting right there. But an access point. Let's say you have another floor. It'd be like the size of a little disc. Like if you look at um, Ubiquity, they're going to be like little saucers, and you can mount those to the ceiling, um, or on, you can mount them to the wall, whatever. They brought they the Wi-Fi signal goes down. It'll broadcast okay. down. And if I and if I do Cat Six, that's going to take care of uh, uh, cable television demands. Also, is that right? It will, because you'll stream. You're going to stream, right? You're not going to okay. use cable TV. You're going to stream. Cable TV is dead. Okay. <laughs> All right, Neil. Great answer. Thank you, guys. All right. Enjoy. Okay. Bye. Uh, I'm jealous. I wish I had more drops in my home. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to Dave on the call here. We're here till noon. We'll be right back. Uh, noon. We're here till 11 o'clock. We'll be right back. And we are back. We're here till 11. And Dave's on the line, so let's get to his call as fast as we can here. What's happening, Dave? Morning, guys. Nice Morning. to talk to you. You too. Um, I have uh, currently an HP Envy, a 17-inch. Beautiful machine. It's got an i7 8550U with a one terabyte hard drive with Windows 10. Uh, my issue is I would like to get something smaller to use for traveling. This thing is just too big to be carrying around. Um, I've been looking at, at some, some models and the two in ones, the laptops, I'm thinking about maybe a 14 inch and seeing all sorts of stuff out there and just, just want to get some, some feeling from, from you guys, as far as what you might recommend. I love the elite book, um, three sixties that are out there. They should still be out there. Mine's a 12 inch display and very portable. And very very powerful laptops. And who ma- HP. Who makes those? HP. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed they've got a couple of them out there. And, I, and how do you how do you feel about the two and ones that are out there? Uh, well, I mean, this will flip into a tablet if that's what you're asking about. I'll flip it over and yeah. it's touch screen. It can be a tablet. I don't really use it as such, but it is usable. Mine okay. mine does that too, and I really don't use it as a tablet very often. But, yeah. but it okay. is beautiful as far as being a very portable device and and powerful, okay. and the battery's great. I mean, I, I run it in here in the studio, full power, no no savings, and it runs for hours and hours. So, Yeah, I, th- I think I want to get something that's somewhat compatible with what I have. I, I like the i7. Uh, you know, I want to get a, a decent hard drive, not a hard drive, but a SSD in it now. I've uh, been, been seeing, as I've been looking at models, about the 
is it Evo, EVO? Mm, yeah, it's a chip part of the chipset. Yeah, it's it's uh, apparently they have to meet certain requirements for Intel on these, and uh, are these supposedly you know better than something that's not an Evo, or what's what are they? Um, we don't really use them much, um, you know. But it is it's it has to do with. It looks like it talks about maybe even the battery as far as some benefits there, but we don't really pay attention too much to that uh, being okay. worth it or not. Um, I mean, it might be, it, again, it might benefit the battery life and how it manages it. Um, Evo certified laptop is what they're, is what you're kind of talking about. Yes, um, yes, exactly. For me, it's not that important. It's really more important to have the, the performance. Looking here, basically 11th gen processors will have that available. Um, so you're going to probably find it across a lot of laptops these days, but I don't think it'd be a, a any kind of decision-making aspect of the, for me. Okay. Very good. I wasn't sure on that one. Now, I, I think I'd like to stick with something that's got an i7. Which, which i7s would you recommend? <laughs> All right. So each laptop's going to have its own make and model, right? How many cores it needs or offers, uh, gigahertz speeds. Um, you're trying to find a good gigahertz speed, uh, maybe in the two and a half gigahertz or better for performance. Cores, I mean, you're not you're not doing data analytics on the thing, right? So, I mean, no, no, four cores is probably good. Well, I was going to say, very few programs are, are even designed for multiple cores. Yeah. So four should be more than enough. more than enough for yeah. pretty much anybody's home use. So, look at the price point there as far as that high gigahertz speed. You know, you want to look at your RAM, get 16 gigs of RAM or more. I'd probably tell you to put more RAM in versus higher cores. Yes, um, absolutely. And then solid okay. state drive, obviously, an M.2 drive will be in there most likely. Okay. Um, now I, know I was looking at some of the HPs, and you recommended the the Elite Book. Yeah. I see they've also got a Spectre 360, yep. Same. and they have an Those N are good. Delta. Those yeah. are very Delta. good models. Look at them, yep. Okay. Would you the elite elite book versus that? Any particular thoughts on? Not it? really. Just look at your price point and availability now. Okay, okay. All right. Um, and some of the brands I was looking at: the HP, obviously, Lenovo, Acer. Mm -hmm. Are you basically an are you yeah. HP guy? We're going to stick it? with yeah. HP. Yeah, That's, I've always had them myself, and I've been very happy with them. All right, Dave, we got to go. But hope that helps you. Yep. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the help. You're welcome. I want to thank everybody for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Wes Bryan for joining us from IT Pro TV. I want to thank Carolyn for producing and even asking a question. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Everything's posted over there by Mike G over uh, over at our Twitter page, and Dennis posted everything over at Computer Talk. Remember, we want you to be geeks too. See you guys next Saturday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 